passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Now, back to kickoff with Boomer Asiasen and Mike Valenti. All right, we are back. And we've got the best of the best. We've got some fun stuff, some coaching malpractice. Boomer's final word. A lot to do. First, let's get that last game of the week. This week's best of the best of the best of the this best, week's of, best, best, best of, of the best. So, a little bit of an odd selection, but work with me. Bills Packers, and I know it's an 11-point spread. I understand there are, quote, more competitive games, but it is Josh Allen. It is Aaron Rodgers. And it's a bit of an Alamo spot for the Packers as they go to Orchard Park. So, let's get into it. Bills laying the 11, boom. That's a big number. So, listen, you think about the Bills. What I think about is this team that is on a trajectory for a Super Bowl, and they have come out firing on all cylinders from game one in the opening night against the Rams all the way through the game in Kansas City. And then at home, all they've done is they've won their two games there by a combined score of 79-10. to They are running everybody out of the building. In comes now Aaron Rodgers. Introspective thinking about things. Dead people have their hands all over them. Guess who's going to have their hands all over them in this game? Von it's going to be Von Miller, and it's going to be the defense of the Buffalo Bills. And by the way, has there been as good a free agent signing this offseason that what the Bills needed for their pass rush going into the season? No. No. And that's why I, you know, this is the third game now in this segment, in, in the, on this show, that I have gone with the heavy favorite. I, I know do not that believe does. that I'm doing it, but I'm doing it again because I've played up in Buffalo. I know what that environment is like. It is a pain in the ass. Boomer, they, they throw babies through tables. It's cra- it is crazy. And it's a fan base that is rabid, a fan base that has expectations and a coach and quarterback that are living up to everything that we all thought they were going to be this year, and I'm not jumping off of that bandwagon just yet. Oh, God. All right. I I can't take three big favorites. It's just so many points. I mean, why can't the Bills just be nice and win 31-21 and we call it a day? Really? That's probably what will happen. I'm going to take the pack, give me the 11, and just – 
plug your nose. All right. I think the only thing that would enable the pack to either go up there and win or even keep it close is if Josh Allen gets hurt. That's the only way wow. I see it. No, no ball control, no ability to grind it out. You're talking about a team that either has the number one or two offense and defense and whatever pertinent statistics that you look at. This team is about as good as it gets, and they're playing in front of their frenzied fans. Like I said, babies in through prime tables. time. I know. Bill's Mafia. Woo! All right. Let's go coaching malpractice. This is volume 4.0. I have fun with this. This is where I, as a fan, look at coaching decisions, and my head explodes, and then I bring it to our resident expert, Boomer, and we talk through it. So I want to start with Mike McDaniel. Mike. Mike. Booby. Baby. Buddy. What are you doing? So you get <laughs> you you got third and two. It's a it is a tight game. All right, you're sitting here and you get stoned on third and two. You lose a yard. It is now fourth and three from the Pittsburgh thirteen. It's a sixteen to ten game. Okay, close game. Kicking a field goal. Now I'm not bright. I went to a Big Ten school. I didn't go to an Ivy. That would put you up nine. That's two scores. This is not hard. So what does Boy Genius do? He opts to go for it on fourth and three. Boomer, ask me if he passed the ball. Uh, did he pass No, the ball? he, he didn't. <laughs> they get stoned and they give the ball back. But Boomer, what, Why? Are, we, what are we doing? You know, uh, you went to Michigan State, as you pointed out. He went to Yale. And he's got the analytic geeks in the air, as we are finding out oh, that uh, we have a ton of those all throughout the NFL. And instead of these coaches going with their gut, they're going with the numbers. They're going with the hardcore numbers. And every number in the world tells you that you would want to go for it here. And I don't agree with it. I want to be don't. up nine. I know. I against be, a rookie quarterback. Especially when my defense is playing as well as we're playing. Oh, God. So, uh, again, you know, these coaches sometimes have got to divorce themselves, I think, from the numbers and also the emotion of the game. Because somewhere they got to be in between making the right decision. It, and, it's, and he's lucky that it did not come back to kill him. Like, there's a lot of analytics, and I won't bore people with it, but, like, there's something called S&P Plus, and it, it, it basically grades out teams and tells you it's a predictive measure. But what S&P Plus doesn't take into account are things like, wait for it, injuries. Therefore, I don't value it. Like, you have to look at, that's not Josh Allen on the other side of the field. And even if it were, I don't know if Josh Allen's got a special play, like it's MTV Rock and Jock, and he can throw a nine-point touchdown. Go up nine! Just please! It's kind of simple. Just do the simple thing. All right, this one is that, less simple. And there are a lot of other guys in the league that have made that same mistake. I know. Yes, I know. I, this is less simple, but I wanted to discuss it with you, and it's from Thursday night's game. Now, John Harbaugh has had a bit of a rough go with the analytics this you think? year. Trailing 10-3 to just before the two-minute warning, they're facing a fourth and three at the Tampa 17. Now, your offense has not been good. You know... Brady's getting the ball before the end of the half, and the Bucs are getting it out of the second half kickoff, which means what you do here, they're getting it twice before you get to touch it again. Lamar does his routine of yelling and screaming, saying we're going for it. Mm -hmm. Then he did his routine of throwing it into space and not completing it on fourth and three. 
John, now I know they ended up winning. It's immaterial to the moment. Just like Mike McDaniel did. Right. Where were you with that decision not to make it 10-6? Because they were struggling and because they have a potential Hall of Fame kicker, I would have kicked the field goal. I would have attempted the field goal. I would have gotten points. I probably would have gotten killed had Brady gotten the ball back and went down the field. And anyway, they got the ball back anyway. I know. So, and, And the point being is that, you know, sometimes these coaches outthink themselves, and you never know where those points are going to come back to hurt you. John Harbaugh has had a terrible season in this regard, and it's one of the reasons why they have lost as many games as they've lost. You know, this is a team that has in eight straight games at one point in time in the game have had a double-digit yep. lead. Can't hold it. That's amazing. Well, sometimes you can't hold it because you make a decision that changes the momentum of the game. And I still believe and I understand people are going to say, you know, what he did against Buffalo, if you don't get it, you pin him deep, you can't predict it's an interception. I, I, it's bollocks. Just take the lead. Give Josh Allen the ball. You're up three. It's a different situation than the game being tied. You know, I also think that he and some of these other coaches use this as a mental kind of tool for their teams, thinking that, you know, Coach believes in us. Yeah. That's why we're going for it. What is this a Disney movie? Hey, but it is, but that's part of football. The psychology of football is works in so many different ways. It's like exactly what Bill Belichick is doing to Mac Jones. Yeah. It's the psychology of football. It's simple. Go into that. But effective. Go into that. Because that's a perfect segue. Because I know we, we couldn't hit the Patriot thing to start the show. Yes. Weird handling, and you've got a very strong opinion on this. Right. So here in New York, Giant fans know Bill Parcells and how rough of a coach he was. And Belichick was on that staff and saw how effective that coaching style was. And maybe it was a little bit more bombastic than what we see from Bill Belichick these days. But he was really hard on Phil Simms, Bill Parcells was. Hell, he benched Phil Simms in favor of Scott Bruner. Think about that for a second. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast and so how does phil sims react to that is the real key question as to whether or not phil sims is going to go on to become a super bowl mvp and parcells got the best out of phil by being tough on him And to me, what I see is the same thing going on 
up in New England right now with Mac Jones. It's a litmus test. It, it, it really, I want to know if you got the skin and the heart to become the next Tom Brady up here. And in order to do that, I'm going to put you through some tough times. It's a motivating, psych- psychological motivating factor and way that coaches handle certain players to see if they can handle it. And quite frankly, your your quarterback's got to be the toughest mentally guy, mental guy on the team because if he's not, his dour, and this goes back to Kyler Murray, his dour personality when things go bad are going to adversely affect your team. No, and, and really, how many coaches in the league do you think could play that head game? Is it Belichick alone, or is there a handful in your Well, mind? we know Dable and Jones are, are doing that right now because we saw that week one when Brian Dable screamed at uh, Daniel Jones. He throws an interception in the end zone against the Titans. It's funny. I screamed at him, too. Yeah, well, well, this is what you want as a fan. You want your coach holding his players accountable. Yeah, that's that probably was the, one of the reasons. He, he telegraphed the wheel route. Yes. Was, that was to Barkley. He yeah, yeah you, you don't away. throw a back shoulder. You know, to a, a running back versus safety, yeah. it just doesn't work. I said a few unsavory things in that moment. Exactly, and so did and so did Brian Dable. So I would say maybe Andy Reid could get away with it. Okay, uh, I would think that Bill Belichick's the other one. I don't know about Mike McCarthy down there in Dallas. Maybe he's an old school kind of coach. Mike uh, Tomlin in Pittsburgh's an old school type of coach. Yeah, I don't know necessarily that they do it all the same way, but I just know that what Bill Belichick is doing to Mac Jones, I think, is. He's trying to get the best out of him and making him a tougher player moving forward. No, I love the take. It's it's super interesting, and it's again, it's rarefied air if you can pull it off. I got to ask you about this, and I know I'm rough on 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 Russell Wilson. I, I just I read the story about the flight to Europe for the London game. Did you did you read this? Of course I did. All yes. right, so just work with me for a minute. <laughs> for the people, Russell Wilson, instead of being a normal human being and sleeping or playing cards or, I don't know, watching a movie, decides he's going to take half the flight and do lunges up and down the aisle and stretch and work out. They should have locked his ass in the bathroom. (laughs) I mean, boomer, boomer, hold on. If if this is your team and you're on that plane and all of a sudden – here comes Russ up the aisle at 3 in the morning while we're in the middle of nowhere over the ocean, and he's whispering, are you feeling dangerous or let's ride? Well, I mean, what are we doing? That's dangerous, and he's unlimited. Come on, as man. As you know, he's a cheese ball. You know that. But Everybody he, no else one in that. that room can respect that. But this is why Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch and all his ex-teammates out in Seattle get on his ass all the time because of crap like this. I mean, that's who he is. I hate to tell you. I've met him. I've talked to him. I actually do really like him. He's, he seems like a great guy. He goes, the, the cheesy Instagram oh. post to his uh, to his wife, Sierra. I mean, this is, it's crazy. And that's what you're doing is exactly what everybody else around him is doing is rolling their eyes and going, come on, just be authentic. Don't be a phony. And unfortunately, this is who he is as a person. This is the way he is. Boomer, if you're on that flight and you see that going down, don't tell me you don't say something. Oh, of course I do. Hey, Russ, Russ, you having a heart attack? No. Go to your seat. (laughs) I'm busting his thumbs left and right. And yo, he may be so oblivious that he doesn't even realize he's busting his stones. I think he's talked himself into a character. It's like when you hear actors who are so into the role they're playing that they never go back to being who they were. That Russ is somehow morphed into Mr. Unlimited. And this is why the NFL memes and all the I can't take the it. attention that is being given to him now from a negative standpoint and people making fun of him. 
is because of things like this. They should have released the lock on the beverage cart and sent it flying right down the aisle. And this is why Seattle did not want to give him a contract extension. Oh, mercy. They're better off without him. And he's now somebody else's issue. <laughs> All right. We got a minute left. Let's go to Boomer's final word. What you say after this don't, don't matter. This is the final word. Last week, we were talking about teams trying to save their season. I don't know if they did. The 49ers took a major step back. I want to see them bounce back this week. I want to see Dak Prescott play a lot better this week. I want to see Joe Burrow do it without Jamar Chase this week against the Browns. And the other thing, too, I want to see Zach Wilson. I want to see him improve. I don't want him running around like his hair is on fire. Those are the things I'm going to be looking for, uh, you know, this weekend with these games. And, you know, quite frankly – There's a lot of bad football being played, as Tom Brady said. I agree with that. But it does create parity and interesting storylines each and every week. And that's the business model. People don't want to hear it. Stay in the graphic. It keeps your attention. All right. We'll be back at it next week. More malpractice, more picks, more fun, and more Russell Wilson. That's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.